Coactus. Coactus. Coactus, bro. It's Coactus. Shout out to Kawhi Leonard. Woo! It's a Coactus. All right, let's start this. Hey guys, welcome to Modified Lifestyle. This is your host, Ranjan. And I'm Andrew. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about engine swaps. Now, this is a really big topic, especially in the car community. Uh, a lot of people like it, a lot of people hate it. I, I personally think it makes cars more unique. What's your take on it? Yeah, definitely. I think it adds a more personal mm-hmm. style to a car. Right. Especially with the modified community, a lot of people like to... Mm-hmm. modify older cars and you know an engine swap kind of breathes new life into those cars mm-hmm. i think for a lot of old cars the one thing that they were lacking back in the day was the power yeah for sure right so the i think what engine swaps do is they take like an older car and they kind of rejuvenate it so let's say um remember that three that uh z that i sent you this morning or right now Fuck. oh the Datsun. yeah yeah the Datsun. The Datsun that I sent you just a couple hours ago, yeah, it's something that's really cool. It had an RB26 in it. That was a GTR's engine, um, Skyline GTR, if anyone doesn't know. Um, really cool build because it's ITBs, no turbo. So it makes more, I mean, it's more reliable for one thing. Yeah, right? for sure. Especially for a car of that year mm-hmm. as well. And, and it also brings out the power in it. Right. Yeah, so like RB26, it definitely has a lot more power than the stock engine would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, I think, the LM. I'm not too sure which engine came in it. Don't be roasting me. Yeah, I'm it. not too sure either. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of old car, older cars, I think engine swaps really bring out the car, like what it was built for. You know, it brings out the power, gives it more of a justification to kind of keep going with the build, right? Yeah, I think we see engine swaps, it, it's more of like a JDM thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of older JDM cars, people swap those engines into newer cars because they're a lot more reliable. They're built mm-hmm. a lot better than, you know, modern engines are built. A lot more electronics and people, some people just want to go back in time where it's much more simple. Yeah, where it's a lot simpler, you know, it's just the engine, your manual transmission, everything, everything simple, no computer, right. kind of limiting your power. Right. So a lot of things with the older cars as well is... A lot of the engine parts aren't actually available, right? So I think when you swap in, let's say, a new uh, Charger engine, so those are the Hemi V8s, into an old-school 69 Charger, I think it makes it much more reliable and easier to find parts because it's much more modern, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people uh, rebuild cars, you know, they usually put a more modern engine into it just because mm-hmm. of that you know parts are a lot easier it's a lot easier to work right. on too mm-hmm. and it's probably cheaper to engine swap rather than build an older motor as well right especially if you're like touching everything anyways because a lot, yeah, yeah. lot like let's say 69 chargers right you kind of literally ch- touch everything there's yeah, rust if, everywhere yeah if you're gonna restore you're literally touching exactly every restorations especially so yeah in general it makes more sense for um newer engines to be put into older cars right but in my opinion now people are starting to take let's say two jz's and swap them into newer cars right yeah it kind of seems like it's going backwards Mm -hmm. you know from the way it was before right and i guess there's a reason for that i think the two jz is just hyped up 
to the point where people want to keep the engine alive. Yeah, yeah. And so. even Toyota has kept the parts still going because they know that Toyota owners love the engine. Yeah. And I think like even the 2JZ even though it's it's kind of overhyped, mm-hmm. it is a very reliable engine. Very, especially for modifying. Yeah. Um people have like beat the hell out of them, let's say for drifting and they still don't blow up. Yeah, they still right? stand. So, even like yeah, people make do race builds with them and they make over 2500 horsepower out of those engines. Mm-hmm. And that's like absolutely ridiculous. I don't think right. any other engine would hold up to ma- that amount of power. Yeah, I, I think that in general those engines get like thrown around a lot especially even in nissan's right yeah and like for drifting especially in fd formula drift if anyone doesn't know 2jz is like one of the main motors that are actually thrown in every single car because of the reliability because of the rigidity because it can actually hold the power yeah and especially for drifting too it kind of makes sense because you know drifters they mm-hmm. beat on their cars like no other person and also uh, they're actually really really reliable and you can find parts everywhere yeah parts are everywhere for that engine right yeah whereas in the rb26 you can't find parts anywhere because well i mean they never just, actually brought the car here right yeah that's true you, you can get parts but it's not from the us or canada i think right. they do make parts but in japan see that's what makes it more expensive because yeah, now you exactly. gotta pay shipping now you gotta pay the duties and stuff so in general I think that engine is the best for modifying if you have the budget to, where it's cheaper than anything else out there. But then again, there's also the LS. Yeah, we the LS has come up a lot mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. You know, right. a, a lot of people are swapping them into smaller cars than what the LS actually came in, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's where you see a lot of these crazy um, builds that are coming up with making a whole lot of horsepower than right. it would come stock. No offense to rotary owners, but I think that I've seen LSs mainly in RX7s, RX8s. Like, even <laughs> especially over the internet, uh, everyone has this meme going on where, oh, you got an RX7? Yeah, LS swap time. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, it, it makes sense. You know, it's a lot more reliable. Right. But it's not like staying true to the rotary RX7, you know? Right. I would honestly just keep keep with the RX7, the, the rotary. But I would build it to the max where it, it's kind of reliable. But yeah, I, I don't know if you can actually ever. Yeah, make exactly. That shit I don't know reliable. if that if that's really a thing. <laughs> <laughs> a, re- a reliable rotary. Right. So I think we talked about it mainly, but the main things when when you look at engine swaps is to make the car more reliable, more efficient, and you can actually get parts, so it's cheaper. Right. So I think that's the reason why a lot of people go for engine swaps is to make those couple of changes so that the car is more enjoyable right yeah and i'm totally okay with that you know i think you know when you're modifying cars it definitely adds a new experience when you're doing an engine swap Mm -hmm. definitely breathes like we said new life into it but it also it's more enjoyable you know Mm -hmm. whether if you're doing the engine swap yourself i'm sure that's quite an experience on its own Mm -hmm. and then having that pride that you've done an engine swap in a car you know you're enjoying the car more than you would have if it had a stock engine in it as well Mm -hmm. you know that that's always great right it's obviously more time consuming as well um yeah a lot of people mess up with engine swaps and they no offense to anyone that does it to themselves but they don't do it right they kind of do it hacked yeah it's like a half ass job so that they can save money let's say if you're doing a two-day swap in a 240 right people will not get a harness made and they would just cut up all the wiring and stuff and try yeah. to do a ghetto um which 
is fine in some regards if you do it properly. A lot of people won't get the wiring right. And yeah, that's and then, where your project goes crazy. You're, it's not running right. And then you end up parting it out at the end anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does come to that. But I think if you're doing an engine swap, you should definitely have it done by a reputable shop. You know, they'll definitely get mm-hmm. everything running, especially like in terms of performance too. If you want to go for mm-hmm. performance in that engine, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want the work to be done right. properly. And it's not only about going to shop. I think in, in my opinion, you, you should just make sure you have all of the information that you need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Make sure you do it the right way the first time. And yeah. you don't have and to keep going back and changing stuff. Yeah. And do your research for sure. Yeah. Like 2JZ, I'm sure it's a very adaptable engine. I'm sure you can throw yeah. that thing in anything. And right. It would There's run. a lot of kits out there for those cars now. Yeah. Like yeah. swap kits, I mean. Oh, right. yeah? Yeah. So, like, a lot of people have already explored with it. So, on the forums, you can probably find everything you need on them, right? You won't have to look anywhere else but the forums. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, people have been using the engine for mm-hmm. years in many different cars. Yeah. I think especially with engine builds what has been popping off for the last couple of years has been engines and cars that don't really need the power yeah yeah i've seen this a lot yeah so like in like datsuns uh this is this bills popped up in um the gta or ontario i should say in the last year or so uh one of the owners is actually swapping a hellcat motor into a Datsun. Which... Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. <laughs> like a Hellcat making over 700 horsepower. Right, and the, that car is light as hell. Yeah. Right. I think it's more of a contest now. Who can do it first? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see that. It's turning into that. It's like, yeah. hey, next up, I'm going to swap a rotary into my Datsun. It's like... Yeah, I think everyone... Like, like the engine swaps, it, a lot of people just do for performance. But I think it's getting to the point where people are just doing it to see who's better yeah who who can do it first yeah that's what it is it's like a competition yeah right it's over the driving um people are are just building it so then they can get the most attention yeah basically unfortunately i don't don't know if you remember driven last year but i when i we walked past a car i look back and i'm like wait that that porsche has an ls swap yep yep (laughs) and i'm like I don't know Why? how that works. I don't know how you fit an LS yeah. into a car. Yeah, like that. that's one thing. How does it fit? Like even it, it was rear engine, but yeah. like when it was open, mm-hmm. like it was so small, you could barely see it. That and like Cummins diesel Miata. You remember? Oh that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that was crazy too, and I think that was Artifa, like maybe three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's the first time we've seen that there, and we were like, "Holy crap!" A Cummins diesel in a actual Miata. <laughs> Miata, yeah. Actually, I remember a couple of years ago, I saw um, it was a Ferrari V12 in a Miata. Oh <laughs> I don't goodness. know how that worked. It was like blocking half the windshield. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It's retarded. Yeah. Another I- thing we saw, um, it was, if anyone went to Motorama this year, we mm-hmm. saw that, I think it was a slingshot. Polaris yeah. slingshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you guys listening, it, this, it's a, considered a bike, but it's three wheels. Right. And it's two seater and then one wheel drive in the back. And this company, LS, swapped it, and they converted it to two-wheel drive. So custom drivetrain in the back, right. everything, mm-hmm. to work with the LS. Yeah, I, I think I remember seeing this. Yeah, it, it's They had two of them, too. They yeah, they had one. two of them. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just one. Yeah. Well, I think one of them had a, a twin-turbo setup on it. Yeah. And one of them was just LS. Was just, yeah, it was just NA. Which is retarded. 
it's insane yeah and that thing it, it's registered as a bike still too mm-hmm. even though it's two-wheel drive but like think about it like when will you ever use that much power yeah yeah right it's kind of <laughs> like just a competition now it's like yeah oh i have this much power in my car but like i never use it it's like bruh. yeah basically and we talked to the owners too i think he said um that it's a dream to drive like, because it's all open. It's not like a car. It's more of like a motorcycle. Right. Everything's just open. Imagine having that much power. Bro, you crash, your your neck's getting flied off. Flung off. Oh, yeah. Like. I mean, whoever built that better built it strong to handle that much power. Highly doubt it. It's probably light as hell. Yeah, it's a light car for sure. Mm-hmm. Another thing I saw at Motorama, it, it was at other shows too, was the, the Jeep. It was the Wrangler. Yeah. With the, the LS Swap one, right? Yeah, the LS Swap. And he had a, the truck conversion kit on it mm-hmm. see but that guy actually went off-roading yeah so simple like that it kind of makes sense yeah because it was i remember we talked to him it mm-hmm. was a cheap wrangler unlimited so the four-door mm-hmm. and then he had a kit that chopped off the back to make it into a truck bed a two-door yeah it was a two-door jeep truck bed with mm-hmm. the ellis swap and he off-roads it now that actually makes sense to me yeah it gives more power to the wheels yeah so and- and in a Jeep too, like the engines yeah. that come with them, they're not very powerful. No, right. This is in the V6 beginning. Pentastar, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that build because it, it's actually useful. You right. Know? The owner actually off-roads it, and he uses that power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even like in drifting, you see some cars with like V8 twin turbos, and anyone that drifts, I don't personally drift. I can't really talk shit, but you should. I mean, drifters, if you have the skill. You can you can actually drift with like lower levels of horsepower. Yeah, you don't need a lot of power to right. drift. And with big horsepower numbers, it's just so uncontrollable. Yeah. Right. But obviously, like I'm not gonna talk shit because I don't drift. But I think that's more like pro level drifting. Right. Like, right. A lot of like the pro levels they do mm-hmm. V8s, like high power drifting. Right. You know, so it kind of makes sense in that way. Right. Yeah, and if any of you guys went to Import Expo, I remember seeing a 240. It was black and it had this really nice sparkle paint job mm-hmm. and it had an ellis in it right and i followed this guy on instagram and he actually drifts it too right that's that's really cool though right yeah that's actually a really cool build and the fact that he actually uses it mm-hmm. makes it even better so yeah i think that's that's actually useful right in terms of engine swaps i think the whole the whole thing around engine swaps which i've already said in the like in the beginning is you want to kind of still make it reliable that's a whole yeah, point and of use, usable too, right? right? Like people swapping then GTR motors and let's say Altimas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's it doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? it's front wheel drive. Yeah, it's front wheel drive. Right, yeah. you you're never gonna use that power. Yeah. I, by the way, we haven't seen that yet. So if any of all do it, send us pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I think the the origin of swaps was to make the car ultimately better, and I think that's where you know, we as enthusiasts appreciate those appreciate, that are yeah, done exactly. right, right? We, when we look at a build like that has a 2J in it and it's front wheel drive, it's like... Doesn't really make sense. What was the know? point? Yeah, I think it, it kind of got out of control at this yeah. point. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just doing it just for the clout, I guess. Honestly, if the build's worth it, just go for it, right? If it's worth putting that much money into it, go for it, make it cool. But obviously, don't go overboard, right? Don't... In my opinion, don't put too much power in a car that can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because mm-hmm. we, we see that a lot and it doesn't really make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just do it just for, you know, right. shows, I guess. Right. It, it is like a showpiece, right? Right, definitely. 
yeah, a lot of show cars are coming out with like engine swaps now, and they really are like just Taylor Queens, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of just there to show people that it can be done. That it which, can be done, yeah. Which is respectable, but again, will you ever use that much power? Is it actually worth doing that swap? Yeah, another thing we see as well is that people are not only swapping these engines into older cars, but also newer cars. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would say newer than twenty ten mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. At least in this case, like engines now aren't built as bulletproof as they were back in like the 90s, early 2000s. So I guess it kind of does make sense. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, they've kind of figured out the point at which they can make the car reliable. Right. So at a certain point, they want people to start buying new parts for it. Yeah. In terms right? of modern cars, right? Yeah. 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 Like even Toyota has figured it out and they're like, yeah, we're not going to make this car super reliable so that people can buy parts yeah, it, right. it, it makes sense, you know, yeah. they're, they're trying to make money, their company. Right, repairs co- will make them more money than the uh, car itself. Than the car itself, yeah, especially right. if you're keeping the car for the mm-hmm. long term as well. Right. You're going to be spending a lot more on parts. Exactly, and like, I think that's where engine swaps come in as well in the newer cars too, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, uh, the new Supras, someone swapped a 2J in it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think and we it, talked about that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about it in a couple podcasts. Yeah, in a, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, it's fine, to be honest. I think we talked about it in the su- the Supra yeah, podcast. Yeah, so in the Supra. Okay, the 2JZ, like we said, it's for a lot of drifters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the person who engine swapped the new Supra, he's actually a drifter, professional drifter. So I guess in that case, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the 2JZ, it's legendary engine in the drifting world. Yeah. I think one thing that I, we didn't actually discuss on our podcast for the Supra was... If people gave that engine a chance, maybe it, they could have made it super cool, right? They could have made it something that the Supra wasn't, right? Yeah, it's true, yeah. But I think, I mean, in terms of the new Supra, it's mm-hmm. a BMW, really. It's a BMW engine. Right, you but know? still, BMW can be comparable, their engine-wise, can be car- comparable to the old Supras to Jay-Z because it's yeah. so much more modifiable. Right? It is modifiable, but I think in terms of parts and repairs, it might mm-hmm. be a lot more. Right. The 2JZ. But I'm sure Toyota in general, they're going to find a way to make the parts cheaper. Yeah, especially if you're buying mm-hmm. uh, genuine Toyota parts, mm-hmm. which would be BMW, but it would still be from Toyota. It would probably be cheaper right. than buy from BMW. So yeah, I, I, in my opinion, yeah, it's cool to swap new engines into old cars, but I think people should have gave the new Supra a chance um, engine-wise. Uh, a lot of the people are just jumping to conclusion and saying, yep, it's 2JZ swap time, um, especially on the internet. They should have actually tried to modify that engine. I'm sure people will as they figure out that it's actually more expensive to swap an engine over. Than to modify it. Right. Yeah. And I think like even the BMWs, like the the 3.5 twin turbos, mm-hmm. highly modifiable. Right. You know, you can make a lot of power out of those. Right, exactly. a simple tune. Mm-hmm. Even like upgrading the turbos and all that makes a right. lot of power. Performance-wise, BMW does make good engines. It's just reliability. Reliability. Right? Yeah. People don't issue. really trust them, and that's the main issue with Toyota working with BMW in terms of engine-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Or the car-wise, I should say. Right. It's, it's people the reliability. Don't, people yeah. don't Toyota people don't really trust BMW's engines, and BMWs brag a lot about having one of the best engines out there. No offense to BMW owners, you got the BMW makes some really good cars. It's just a lot of Toyota guys don't really trust the engines because they're so used to 
the 2JZ, you know. Yeah, like, Toyota has so many other motors out there, right? They have the 2ZZ. The 1JZ. The 1JZ. It comes turboed as well. Yeah. You know, those are probably easier to find, too, compared right. to 2JZs. And even, like, the new V6s, uh, the 3.5 liters that Toyota even puts in some of their, I think, Camrys. The Camry, yeah. Yeah. Even those engines are really, really reliable. Oh, yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. and they're it's all NA, right? So right. You don't have any issues with turbos going out, all that kind of stuff with these yeah. newer cars because they all pi- have smaller engines, right? Right. In my opinion, if they just took the V6 that they put in the Camry, modified it a little bit, and put it in this new Supra. Yep. Call it a day. You know? It's all that good. They would have been done. Yeah. That people wouldn't have talked shit. But I think the whole thing, whole principle about the Supra was it had to be a straight six and it had to be turboed. Yeah. Could kind of keep up with the, right. the legend. And Toyota does not make a motor anymore that's straight six. Yeah. Right? So that's the reason why they went. With BMW. Yeah. So, in my opinion, <laughs> people should give the Supra a chance or the newer Supra. I know we were talking about engine swaps here, but they should really try to give newer cars a chance and try to modify it. If it doesn't work out, then go for it. Then swap like an LS into a Honda if you want. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the main issue is mm-hmm. that all the people, like the newer cars, you don't, you're not spending a lot of time with them, right? Right. So I think you don't really know how the engine is going to perform over time. Mm-hmm. With and the- I, yeah, and in the case with the 2JZ, you know, it's an old motor mm-hmm. and it's still running. And know? has a really healthy track record, right? Yeah, exactly. So people trust it. Yeah. And even like other motors like the RB26, you know, the LS we talked about, 1JZ, mm-hmm. even like some Honda motors too, mm-hmm. you know, they're bulletproof. You know, they don't die. And I think that's the reason people are swapping them into these newer cars. Mm-hmm. Because they have good track record and they've seen these engines do well. Yeah, modified. especially modified. Yeah. yeah. I think a really well done um, show build. I know we talked about this earlier where people are starting to do it for like just the builds. Yeah. I think that the Jeep Wrangler built by Jag, uh, Co-op Auto. Co-op Auto, yeah. The bagged one. He's running on like 24-inch Forge Autos. Right. Like he'll probably never like you know yeah actually that car yeah yeah i think he's actually converted to two-wheel drive too did he yeah so it it is kind of performance because mm-hmm. he did do the v8 hemi swap mm-hmm. recently i think he did everything right in my opinion yeah yeah i think he took his time with the build mm-hmm. and i'm sure you know he didn't cut any corners no in that build. yeah and you could see it in the quality of his work it's like flawless right like the swap is done really well and apparently he still has AC, he still has brakes, he still has yeah, everything. Yeah, everything still works right? in that car. It's not a hack job, it's yeah. actually done properly. I think that's where the line is drawn, where you you know, people that do it for the show, if it's done properly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some people just cut everything out, no AC, no brakes, no nothing else. Yeah, just so the engine can work, right? Right, yeah. which doesn't make sense It's to not me. practical. Right, exactly. Right. Which this is kind of a daily driver. Right? It's, yeah. He drives it every day. He. Well, I, I don't think he drives it every day, but he can day, drive it like, every day. It's daily, not daily driven, but like whenever he wants to. Yeah. Right? You could just get in it, turn it on, and just drive. Yeah, and everything works fine. You know, he right. has no problems, no mm-hmm. reliability issues, anything like that. Exactly. And a lot of people hate on that build too, especially in the Jeep community. Um, yeah, it's kind of the opposite of what people right. do in the Jeep. Like no community. one in the Jeep community slams it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone goes off roading. I think the uniqueness is what catches people's eyes. I think that's another thing with engine swaps is the uniqueness yeah definitely adds a custom flair to any build right it's yeah and it kind of makes you stand out from the crowd right Mm -hmm. like every other jeep out there just 
stock engine really. stock engine goes off-roading yeah no offense to anyone that would stop stock engines yeah nothing's just, wrong with that really yeah, yeah. but like but like when you when you're going to shows to mm-hmm. kind of you know win awards unfortunately a lot of people do build cars just to win awards mm-hmm. you know it's not the right way to do it in my opinion mm-hmm. but when you're doing that you definitely want like quality right in the and in the builds. you can actually see it in this build that yeah. the quality work has been done to it yeah. even though he took like i think he bought the engine like two years ago and then he like, yeah kind of decided he, in his yeah th- he just thought about it right and he yeah. did it the right way he waited he took yeah. his time with it and everything and he built it over the winter i think he was waiting for all his parts to come in yeah i think he, he did it over the winter yeah. and mm-hmm. he, i think it debuted at motorama yeah I motorama believe. and like everyone was over it because no one has ever seen like a jeep wrangler lowered on 24s with an l not an ls <laughs> with, so, with a hemi swap in yeah. it right which it's crazy but if yeah, it's it right it's not like yeah, it's, it's, it's LS- fitting yeah yeah like because everyone else would do a ls swap like yeah. that jeep we talked about earlier the LS swap. ls swap but this one's hemi right which it stays true to its roots yeah while right? still adding you know power and you exactly know, all that kind of stuff to the build and i think you know in the community we see that a lot a lot of people kind of 2jz swap or like ls swap any kind of car you know you mm-hmm. see 2jz's in bmws you know it's a jdm motor going to a euro car mm-hmm. or like an ls mm-hmm. in a you know nissan like a 240 right it's american going to jdm and it goes back to what we said earlier where it should be appropriate yeah right yeah. it's like why would you ever swap a 2jz into a mini cooper right? yeah yeah kind of like that it's like it doesn't really fit the bills and i think a lot of uh, Mini Cooper owners have actually done it right, in my opinion. They're swapping in Honda Motors now. A lot of people don't like this, but I think that it makes a car so much better. Yeah, especially if you're doing it on like older Mini Coopers as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably makes it a lot more reliable. Yeah. And I mean, Minis were super cool back in the day, but their main issue was reliability, right? And by swapping in the Honda Motors, you not only make them more reliable, but... It's yeah. also quicker. Yeah, and you increase the life of the car too. Right, because you got VTEC. Yeah, VTEC kicks in. I don't know if any of y'all remember Fast and Furious, but one one of the main scenes, it's like one of the end end. Scenes yeah, one of the end scenes in Tokyo Drift. Right, where they pretty much have all the car left of the Mona Lisa, which is like the S15 Sylvia, um, and they pretty much take the engine out and they end up swapping it into a old school mustang i can't remember the yeah year i don't know it was might, it might have been like a 69 or 67 mustang right and honestly after that day i've wanted to sw- <laughs> rb26 to swap a mustang Mustang. oh that'd be awesome i'd love to see that in person if someone's mm-hmm. done that i'm sure someone in the u.s has already done it oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. you know the fastest furious franchise has kind of inspired a lot of builds right and i think you know, in that case, I'm sure someone's done it. Someone probably has already done it. And I'm sure at SEMA, someone will pretty much showcase it because yeah. SEMA's all for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even SEMA too, you know, a lot of the cars there, mm-hmm. fully built cars, you know, fully built engines, even engine swaps as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like a full out car show. I believe that's like the biggest car show in North America too. Right. In general, I think that engine swaps have their place in the community. I think people just have to start doing the right things on the right cars. Swapping a LS into a Mini Cooper, probably not the best bet for power to weight. Um, but hey, if you want to do that, go ahead, you know. 
yeah what's stopping you really exactly look at the reliability look at the efficiency of the vehicle yeah whether all that power that you know you could use exactly on the streets and try not to do it for the show try to make the car right for you before you make it right for other people in my opinion yeah exactly Mm -hmm. couldn't have said it better myself all right yeah so we're actually gonna move on let's discuss the meets happening all right so the first meet that's happening is on saturday june 22nd and this is strada happening at the toronto motorsport park Cayuga. That should be a good one. Strada always throws it down. Yeah, and this is, I think this is their first uh, show at a drag strip. Mm-hmm. So it should be huge. You know, their their car show is always massive. You know, it's a, they have a huge following, mm-hmm. very loyal fan base. Right. A lot of people attend these shows. Yeah. It, this should be interesting because they're going from meets to shows. So let's see how that pans out. Hopefully it goes well. Um, We'll try to be there, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys are interested, they have uh, drag racing and show and shine. So you can just pull up, you know, show your car. You know, they have awards, they have models, DJs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so this is an all-day event. Gates open at 9 a.m. And the awards ceremony is at 5 p.m. to close it out. Mm-hmm. So definitely an all-day event, you know, mm-hmm. Toronto Motorsport Park. It's a great venue. You know, I'm sure they'll have a lot of food trucks, all that kind of stuff, entertainment, anything to keep you guys occupied. That's happening in Toronto Motorsport Park in Cayuga. So definitely check it out if you're free on Saturday, June 22nd. Yeah, that should be a good one. Um, the next one is VQ North season opener. Uh, it's happening on it's the same date, Saturday, June 22nd. It's happening at GRP, I believe. So which is 2344 South Sheraton Way in Mississauga. Um, it's happening from 12 to 4. Uh, the hours kind of collide with uh, Strata, so you can pick and choose which one you want to go to. And uh, yeah, this should be a good one too. I think uh, you went there last year, right? Yeah, the VQ North. Yeah, it's always a good time. You know, if you're into the VQs, any JDM really mm-hmm. kind of shows up there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's always a good time there. Yeah, so the next show that is happening is CSCS. This is happening June 23rd at Toronto Motorsport Park as well in Cayuga. Mm-hmm. It's a time attack, drift, drag, and show. Mm-hmm. This is the round two of their summer series. So definitely check it out if you guys are interested. Check out their Instagram page. I think they have registration open online as well. Mm-hmm. So you can check their website out for all that information. And lastly, as we've probably been promoting it every single week on our podcast, Go Hard or Go Home, hosted by us and Six Dance. Um, happening on June 29th from 11 to 6. Definitely come out for that. Pre-registration is open, so make sure you register your vehicle. $20 um, online, $30 at the gate, or you can pay $10 just to park your car. Uh, definitely come out. Make sure you do come out and, yeah. Yeah, this is happening at the CAA Center in Brampton. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good show. And uh, we're actually doing a huge raffle. More details will be getting released in the next coming weeks. Yeah, and thanks to all our sponsors for making this show happen mm-hmm. and for supporting us. Yeah. And once again, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, any Everyone that tunes in, we really appreciate you guys. Every week we do release these on Sundays. So definitely tune in on Spotify or iTunes or even Anchor, which is what we hosted with. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions that we could improve on the podcast, definitely let us know. If you have any business, car show, Anything like that you guys want us mm-hmm. to promote, definitely get in contact with us at Northside Whips on Instagram or Northside Whips at gmail.com. We'd love to work with you guys. 
And yeah, see you guys next week. Thanks for listening once again. And yeah. We the North. Yeah. Raptors. Woo! Want the chips with the dips. Yeah.